Hey, everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. And guess who is sitting beside me? The one and only Chris Witherspoon. What's popping, y'all? It's so good to see your face. <laughs> I adore you, Jackie. You. This is my home away from home. It really it is. It really is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like when one of us can't be here, when myself or Joanne can't be here, we immediately say to Nina, Call Chris. Oh my God. When it, I get is... that message on the bat phone, I get so excited. I drop what I'm doing. <laughs> you drop everything. I'll be on the treadmill or at home stuffing my face with food. <laughs> I put the fork down and I respond and I and I show up. I'm here. I, well, I'm so glad you're here, but you know, as much as I love you, I you don't know what I want to know. I don't have a plastic bottle either, by the way. What? I, oh. I don't got no Poland Springs bottle with wine in it, by the way, like let's, last time. Let's, let's leave that in 2019. <laughs> let's okay. leave that in 2019. Right. You know, I have to ask you about my man. Oh, 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 my son, Andres, you guys. So he met Jackie. And can I just say this, you guys, in all respects, because I'm teaching him how to talk to people of different age groups. Mm -hmm. But Jackie looks young. She looks so young. He came, me and and Jackie were on Joy's show Mm -hmm. towards the end of the year, Mm -hmm. for the year ender, who won the year in pop culture. And Andres met Jackie. He was very reserved, very polite. But the whole car ride home, he's like, Daddy, who's that girl that you were on TV? I was like, oh, Jackie? Are you talking about Jackie? She's a woman, number one. He was like, no, but she's young. She's a girl. I'm like, no, she is a woman. And he was he like, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> and then every time I go to be on TV, he's like, are you going to be on with that girl with the uh, beautiful Right, because you were hair? just on yes, our yes, show. Yes. And <laughs> he spent all day trying to find it on YouTube. I didn't even know this. I came home that night or the next day I saw him. And he was like, daddy, I can't find the uh, clip of you and Jackie on YouTube, and I was like, why are you even looking for that, number one? <laughs> and I'm like, because he's, I think he's a little crushed, Jackie. I do, too. I'm she, You called me on Sunday, and I had you him. on speakerphone in the car, <laughs> yes. and he was glowing in the backseat. My little cutie pie. <laughs> I love him. He's so adorable. And I do have to say this, Chris, and I, I mean it with all sincerity. Watching you interact with him, you are such a great father. Oh, thank you, You Jackie. really are. And you talked about the important things you want to instill in him as a, as a young boy. Yeah, as a young black man, I think it's so important to recognize that you can do anything you want to do. You can you can soar as high as you want to. And I want him to also learn you can talk to me. That You can ask me about yeah. anything. You got to be respectful. But that's what I love. No, no, a child's place. But I also love that you know I'm bringing him into my world and I'm exposing him to what it's what it's like to be in this professional circus of media. Mm-hmm. And he's walking around and seeing his dad walk in these buildings as a yeah. black gay man. Yeah, hello. And be confident in who he is. Yeah. And that makes me so proud. Yeah. And he's proud of me. Now that means the world to me. And he seems like a really good kid. Thank you. You know, you can Thank be you. around people's kids. Yeah. And they are just a, a hot Child, mess, bratty. Just like <laughs> if you don't get your kid. Yes. And you're like, you know, I don't want to say something to somebody else's child, but somebody's got to say mm-hmm. something. And clearly the parent is not saying what anything. What are your thoughts on spanking in 2020? Do you feel like, because I've never spanked on the desk, praise God, I've never had to. He's yeah. never wowed out on me. He's never talked back to me. Yeah. He's never rolled his eyes at me, anything. But I'm afraid to even spank him because these days you can catch a case over that. Well, listen, I think responsible spanking when necessary. Okay. You have a good kid, right? Yes. Who listens. There are things that you did early on to make sure that he respects you and that he listens to you, mm-hmm. right? He respects you as a parent. Yep. So you don't have to worry about when he's away from you. He's like, man, I don't care what that man says. I'm doing my... You know Child, that afraid. your word stays mm-hmm. with him. He's, he's He has fear of you, as yes. he should. Yes. As a parent, he has a fear, fear of consequences. Yeah. Fear of consequences. But all kids are not like that. Mm. And I feel, even though I am not a parent, 
I was a child and I had parents. Yes. I, my father yes. is deceased, God rest his soul, but my mother is still alive. And my parents spanked me. Um, I wish that they hadn't spanked me so aggressively I got at times. All the time, yeah. But I, was I got bad. spanked. Ooh. But I was a bad kid. Same. I was mischievous. I wasn't bad. I was. Sneaky. But I was. I had a smart mouth. I would talk back. <laughs> oh, no, Chris is like this comes as no see, surprise. I, I, I was in see trouble. You back to your parents. I can't imagine <sighs> that. Let me I can't tell you. I imagine you talking to some, some kids, but I can't imagine you talking back to your mom and dad. I had no respect for authority. Wow, I would be Jackie. sitting in the principal's office waiting on my mother. They would be oh like, we God. are sending you home no one all the spanked. time. And no not from, well? not, yeah, not from doing anything like, I didn't really do anything bad. I just talked back a lot. Okay, I okay. just did, I just challenged authority. And wow. then we're talking third grade, fourth grade. I was young, but I was go I was sitting in the principal's office a lot, like waiting on my mom wow. to go home. And then she would beat my ass. Okay. You know, but then I would and I would give it some thought. But in the moment, it's just like I couldn't help myself. I yep. was just such a little smarty pants. Mm. And my mother was just like, Mm-mm. But you are right. There are some kids that I've been around, my son's friends, I will not name their names, but I can tell they need spank. Like I, I literally asked someone who was Steve Spank and I'm like, okay, you need nothing you're I've, I've been around your parents. They have tried everything. Yeah. And you are almost on the verge of, like, causing violence in yeah. the home. Mm-hmm. You need a little tap-tap. But the, the reality is, again, I think parents are so afraid yeah. of, you know, being criminalized for leaving a little bruise or a welt. Because yeah. a belt leaves a welt, child. Yeah. You know, you can get all kinds of intro all kinds of trouble these days for that. I think you do have to discipline a child in some way. If spanking is not your thing, I do think that it has to be more than a time out. Mm. I think that a lot of parents will put kids on punishment and then not stand with it. Yep. You know, yep. you, you gotta, you can't watch, you can't have your phone mm-hmm. for a week and then mm-hmm. the next day the kid has the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think there, there are a lot of parents who want to be friends with their kids. Yep. Um, and so they're afraid to, to discipline them. They don't want the kids to be mad at them. And then, like you said, there are those parents that are afraid of catching a case and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But I think that, it depends. I think it's a case by case basis. Yeah. I mean, if I were a parent and I had a really, really just mischievous, just bad kid that was yeah. getting into trouble, like I was doing my mother. I mean, I remember going to my grandmother's sister's house, my Aunt Mary, one time. And some girls in the neighborhood, we were up in Philly. So I was with them badass northern girls because I'm Ooh, from the south okay. <clears throat> in North Philly. And they convinced me to go to my Aunt Mary's house and ask her for money. So I went Aunt over no there and Aunt Mary, Aunt Mary had company. Mm-hmm. And I still let these girls convince me. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. By the time I got around the corner, corner. to my grandmother's house. Someone snatched you up. My, gra- my mother. <laughs> she beat me. <laughs> Blew off that porch, probably. What? See, you don't ask anybody for money. And then when I I was, why didn't you call me? Then when I was older, when I was a teenager, I can't remember how old I was, (laughs) but I went out on a date with this boy. And I said I was going to the movies, but we didn't go to the movies. Ooh, we went. We, out corner? I, we kind of. Okay, we, we didn't okay. have sex, but we okay. were kind of kissing Ooh, and doing all those petting. things. As heavy, there was no heavy petting because <laughs> okay. we went to like a party, okay. and then we were kissing and hanging out. And then when I got when I walked in the front door of my house, and I came, I got home late, so the house was dark. I walked in, I got in the door. I, I don't even think I closed the front door good enough, and whoop! <laughs> 
a broom wow, came upside see? my head. But my mother was waiting honestly, on me because she had checked and knew that there mm-hmm. wasn't a movie. Come on. But come I on, deserved mama. that. Yeah, no, true. And I think it's also cultural. Like, Listen, I didn't have sex for years. I see? didn't have sex until I was a full-blown adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like my oh, mother beat it. it. Listen, no, but I really feel it. like I think it's cultural. And I, I, I recognize that you kind of raised your child how you were raised. Yeah. You try. And honestly, I think so often... In, in, in the communities, the black community, especially where you're spanking your children a lot mm-hmm. more prevalently than white communities, you're doing it because you don't want the police. I, I literally think about it's when protecting you're rep- them. Yes, you do yes. not want the police to beat them for doing something that you can prevent them from doing at age eight, you right. know, which is right. respecting authority. Right. Well, yeah. I had a problem with that. <laughs> Out the gate. The spankings did not clear that up. Um, but we are drinking. Let's toast. Oh, yes. Um, clink, 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 clink. These are such These are nice classy. glasses. Come on, 2020. I know. I don't know Y'all where our pimp the glasses game are. Over here in 2020. These are elegant. What are these? Wilson Sonomas? <laughs> <Or something? laughs> so this is a Cabernet Sauvignon. This is from our friend Moselle at Wines by Moselle. He wants you to make wine your religion, which I love. Wine Church is what he calls it. It's an educational wine home delivery service created by Moselle Watson, the wine god. Each month, the wine guy will send you four bottles of wine along with a personalized wine sermon, tasting notes, and food recommendations to help you understand wine and identify your palate. Join the congregation. Go to winesbymoselle.com. And if you use the promo code READ, R-E-I-D, you will receive 15% off of your three-month subscription. Again, that's winesbymoselle.com, M-O-Z-E-L, and the code for that is R-E-I-D. And Valentine's Day is around the corner, so this is you a better good time get your to get your stock, wine. get China, get your get stock it together. going. Keep okay? some wine at home. Yeah, have a bottle of red, not in the refrigerator, please. Yeah, and have a bottle of white yeah. refrigerated, ready Especially, for company when they. We drive are in by. the middle of like this snuggle season. This is the time when you want to have a good couple of bottles. Yeah, right. On the back end, in case in case boo thing or new bag comes over. Yeah. Or sometimes if you just want to bottle yourself, exactly. After a, well, maybe not a whole bottle, but if so, <laughs> I no mean, judgment. Go for it. If go so, for it. but sometimes you just want a glass or. No, what so not true. yourself. And I, I think it's important to carve those little moments out for yourself. Yes. Like oftentimes yes. on a Sunday, I put my son to bed. I'm exhausted. And I'm like, and there's no one over. Yeah. But I still, I'm like, you know what? I want to have a little glass of wine. And it's the most, just that one glass sometimes will mm-hmm. send me to that space of like, get my crown, my Netflix remote right. and watch, and just really enjoy me. Just a celebration me. of you. Yes. Right? And, and all the accomplishments of staying alive throughout the weekend, child. Yes. <laughs> it's like a little moment to say, cheers, yeah. you. Cheers, yep. me. Yes. We got to find more moments it. like that. We do. It's important. Self-care. Yep. It's so important. And celebrating yourself. Mm. Acknowledging the work that you put in and yes. the little moments. Yes. They don't all have to be big moments. They could be little moments that you accomplish in a day, within a week, within the month. Celebrate yeah, those moments. Yeah. It's important. No, it is. It's Gratitude. Nobody else gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes it'll just be you, and that does not mean that you don't deserve it. No, no, no. You deserve every day. If you ask every me to toast day. to yourself, I know. Joanne, did you get your native deodorant? I, I did. And I, you know what? I have it in my bag and I carry it everywhere I go. I have put away my secret, yeah. which was my go-to for years, <laughs> yeah. like decades. I've been using secret since I was in high school. Well, you know, I sweat I'm like done. a fountain. So, I mean, having <laughs> trying to find a really great deodorant has been a chore for me all my life. I, is one of my, I am a little bit of a sweater. Yeah. And so I always want to find something that actually works. That's the key because you always love a great scent. Right. It's wonderful to have something that's in a cute packaging. 
but it has to work. But then when you hear it's all natural, you're like, meh, how strong is it going to be? But this one, you know, they don't hold back with Native. It can hang with your workout. If you're a busy mom, as you are a mother of three, 16-hour day, that covers both of us. It works. It holds out. It really does. Yeah. I love it. And going and doing all that cycling and trying, you know, we're always trying to get ourselves into our cute little summer <laughs> shape. And so you want oh, something that's going to hold out through a workup, you work out. You want something that's going to hold out through the heat. It is getting warmer. We know the lights in the studio can be a little warm, a yeah. little warmish. And so it actually works. And what I do love about it, too, because, of course, you know, we're all going and getting our breast cancer screenings. I am in my season to go and get all of my little breast cancer screenings yes. and everything. I actually love the health, uh, the health aspect of it because we know that, you know, we want to be careful with not too much aluminum because of issues. If you've got breast cancer in your family, if you've got Alzheimer's in your family, you want to try to maybe avoid aluminum if you can. And so there's a little bit of a price premium for Native, but I love the peace of mind of having something that doesn't have those ingredients. I agree. And then some people might say, well, when you get a deodorant, a lot of times scent matters, right? Yes. And, you know, because with my old deodorant, I wanted the baby powder. Baby fresh, Don't we right? love a baby powder? I love it. But these are even better. I have a lavender mm. from Native. Let me tell you, it is amazing. It I love the cucumber and me. mint. There's something right? about it that's sort of like, it's like aromatherapy. It's fresh. It's like aromatherapy. You can get eucalyptus and milk, coconut and vanilla. You know, we love the West Indian girls. We love the coconut and vanilla, <laughs> which is, I think, their most popular scent. But you can get a beautiful scent. It's light. It's airy, but you can also get unscented because some people don't want the they don't want the scent at all. They don't, and, and they, they have, have to it. have it. And it's for men and women because you know how men try to steal your deodorant. You know they can just use it, but they can just you know absolutely they can use it. They and can it's strong enough it. for them too, and it's actually no risk. We love the fact that you can return it if you don't love it, but you're not going to return it because you're going to love it. I love that so much. Well, you know, here on read this, read that, we got a deal for you. Always have a deal, so you can get. We're t- like the bargain ladies. <laughs> We are. We're going to steer you to a bargain. Of the podcasting world. Yes. Listen, 20% off your first purchase. Just visit nativedeodorant.com. Yes. Use the promo code READTHIS. And you'll get 20% off. And you know, our other favorite thing besides savings is convenience. We love a thing delivered. Girl. I really feel like between, all, we're getting our wines delivered. We're getting everything delivered to our house. I you know. can also not have to stand in line at the drugstore. If you subscribe now and get Native delivered to your house, you're going to save 17% or $2 per stick. It will be delivered to your home. Come to your door every either one, two, three, or four months. And that way you don't have to stand in line at all. I love that. You but just if, receive, receive, but, receive. But if you want that big 20%. Um, also, go to nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code READTHIS. We love it. We love it. Yay. You smell good. And, I, and you know, I keep it in my you bag. You feel good, right? I feel good, and I'm dry. <laughs> but you want to have, like, a beautiful, like, you know, because when you're wearing a cute outfit, like, we're, yes. you know, we talk a lot about fashion on this show, you want to make sure that you're looking you know, you want to feel fresh. You want to look fresh. You want to look. Fr- you want no spots. No spots. We want no little spots. Oh, that's and such this a is bad great. look. And absolutely, but you can also do it without ruining the inside of your clothes. Right. Those natural ingredients. You can wash them out. You don't have to worry about ruining your clothes. I love that. It's such a big issue. Uh, we work under the hot lights. Uh, we love it. I'm so glad we don't native. native. Yeah. Well, let's get into these stories oh, because we, we do. And you, I hope we have time to get to Amanda Seals because yes. I definitely want to talk about her yes. joining the real. So we'll get to that hopefully um, down towards the end. That's my girl. I love her. Um, but let's start off talking about the Oscars. I'm I mentioned. Out right now. I'm I know. I'm, I'm getting ready for this one. <laughs> you were just on uh, my show, New York Live, talking about the Golden Globes yeah. and the highs and lows of that and the lack of diversity with um, nominations and who won and everything because I was really hoping Eddie Murphy would win mm-hmm. for My Name is Dolomite um, or Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Neither of them won. Beyonce didn't even win for Mm-mm. Best Song at the Golden Globes. The Golden and then, Globes. Not to mention everything that wasn't 
nominated, but I was like, there was a part of me, naively probably, that was like, you know what? The Oscars, Oscars gonna get, gonna it, right. get it right. Same. Same. They're going to get it right. They're going to say, bump you, Golden Globes. We're going to get and this right. And what's crazy is the past couple of years, they have. Like, the, the, the yes, initiative they around both have. After, post-Oscar So White and all the diversity and yeah. inclusion, they wanted to double the, the number of minority um, women uh, or, or minority members and women yeah. by 2020. That was supposed to happen. Yeah. But some, the numbers ain't adding up because nope. for whatever reason, literally, Lup- uh, not Lupita, but um, Cynthia Revo is the only person of color nominated in the actor category. Which is so crazy. So 19 of the 20 are all white, and Cynthia is the only person. I mean, you got Jennifer Lopez, who was snubbed for Hustlers, Aquafina for The Farewell, Eddie Murphy for My Name is Dolomite, and that one really blows my mind. And then for me, the biggest, one of the biggest snubs is Lupita Nyong'o for us. For because us. Because she played two characters, and I mean, that movie is just so phenomenal. And she's also an Oscar darling. Yeah. They like her. Yeah. The voting body likes her likes her for, so for me that part blows my mind but she, she the performance was was incredible but i also have to throw in there queen and slim yep, yep which was such a phenomenal movie i mean just the storytelling the cinematography the directing and the performance and that was snubbed by the golden globes as well because Melina, they set up a go ahead yeah tell Melina Mastukas, who is the director i hope i'm saying her last name right i think it's Melina Mastukas. she also uh did beyonce's lemonade um she's like a phenomenal video director but this yeah. is her first feature film along with uh, lena waith who right. wrote the story right but Melina, whenever the Golden Globes came out, the nominations, and they weren't included, she said she hosted a screening for the members of the HFPA, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, and nobody showed up. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. So she's like, how can we be included? How can we be, be, be uh, up for nomination if nobody comes to our screenings? So I think that what's happening is a lot of the voting body is focusing on the big name Leonardo DiCaprio films, the Quentin Tarantinos, the Sam Mendes, and they're forgetting about these beautiful black art films from new directors. Well, they're they're writing uh, or they're voting for what they relate to. I mean, you know, two things. The members of the Academy Awards do not have, they're not required to see the films before they vote. They are not required to see all of the films um, that are uh, in consideration for nomination. So that's one thing that is infuriating. Mm. Um, You know, just like what happened with the Globes and Queen and Slim. But also, even though the Academy Awards have really been moving since Oscar So White in 2015, moving towards, uh, you know, adding more diversity to their membership. It is still overwhelmingly white. And male. And it's male. Yep. And old yes. white men. Yes. So it's still overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly the majority of that body. So when it comes to voting, you know, they're really leaning into what they relate to. How are they going to relate to a queen and slim? Nope. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They cannot relate to it. That, that movie was so incredible. How are they going to relate to a Dolomite is my name. Wesley Snipes in that movie was incredible. There were also some other performances that I love so much. Uh, Luce oh. um, with uh, Octavia Spencer yes. and the young man yes. who was also in Waves, yep. which was an incredible movie with Sterling K. Brown and, um, oh, help me, uh, Chris, Renee Elise Goldsberry, yes, who phenomenal. was in Hamilton. Yes. They played the parents yep. of these yep. two teens. And this, she was so, what? her character especially, Sterling, both of them. They were both. And they, the son. And the daughter. Yes, when the son at and the daughter. second yep. half of the film, mm-hmm. when it flipped over, I mean, Just Mercy, I just saw that. Phenomenal. Um, with Michael B. Yep. Jordan. 
Martin and Jamie Foxx, and I'm trying to think of the brother that was just on our show who played the. Uh, I don't want to give it away. Was it Ice Cube? Ice Cube's um, son. No, not okay, him. Okay. He was great in it. It was another gentleman who actually received an NAACP Image come Award on, for his performance. I know. Come through. Hit them letters. At Clemency. Yes. With you know, Alfie Woodard. With Alfie Woodard. That was her best work, I think. Yeah. In my opinion. You know, so, so there were so many performances and movies out there that were not included. Um, but can I tell you, Jackie? <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. think what I want to peel back also is what happens in Hollywood every year is there are these these films, these pictures that become like the contenders. Everyone talks about them in the circles that I'm in, which is like the circles where you're like the experts, the critics, like the folks Joker. that get early screenings. Yes, we begin hearing about these films right out of Sundance, right you know during the yeah. con film, all the film festivals. These films begin making waves. I can name a few of them, and these are these are some of the films that are nominated for Best Picture: Little Women, The mm-hmm. Irishman, 1917, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Ford versus Ferrari. These films all made waves during their screenings back in the summer, right? Critics began to kind of like go crazy and really show love for these films. But what I think is crazy, these films, seven of the nine films, literally feature all white casts. So it used to be, I felt, there was this effort to include one or two supporting characters that were of color somewhere in these films. Think about Doubt with Meryl Meryl Streep's. That little 10-minute scene that Viola Davis had (laughs) made her a first-time Oscar nominee and really a household name in the Hollywood uh, world or the world of like big films. But I think what's incredible is we're seeing now in this era of Oscar so white and inclusivity, these films that literally don't have any sort of diversity whatsoever in the main characters. And to me, that's the first time I've seen that, where seven of the nine pictures literally are a whiteout. And do you know why I think that that happens? And this is just my opinion. I think because of things like Oscar So White and the efforts to change the voting body, um, and then we were seeing at the Golden Globes, we saw this diversity after that, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people that are creating are saying, okay, work done. We don't have... we're good. I think Jordan right. Peele is here doing his thing. Donald right. Glover is here doing it. Lena Waithe is doing her thing. We don't have to. It, the, you know, the diversity is already there. The inclusiveness is already there. And I think that that is a dangerous thing because I think if they feel like it's just like when um, Barack Obama became president, everybody was You're all so of a sudden right. we're post-racial. That's a great way all to look at All of a sudden Jackie. our work is done. But now, what bothers me is I know Quentin Tarantino who did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I know that Noah Bachman who did Marriage Story and also Greta Gerwig had to have stopped and looked at the early cuts of those films and said, wait, literally this, this Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is everyone in it, all the big names. Yeah. Even the Irishman, you couldn't have had a black man carrying a milk cart who had a big line. Like something, I get that we weren't part of the mob scene, we weren't part of like that scene, but you could have found a way to put a driver in, somebody that that was going to have a seat at the table and be able to have that moment to pop. And I hear you, but you know what I want more than that? I want the films that are done by black creatives to be recognized. Agreed. I want more room, more money, you know, more green lights, yeah, you know, more projects and bigger because budgets. Because the reality is these folks that I just named, that these films, these were all over $50 million. Yeah, but not just that. What you were talking about, about going to those film festivals and things like that, yeah. a lot of these movies never even made that circuit. No. And then a, another point to that, I'm so glad we're talking about this because I'm so upset about it. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to watch this. I know. Let me drink the rest of it first. (laughs) But, you know, and I was just talking about this. It's the critics. 
You know, it is the critics that are reviewing the movies. I just I was I was doing an interview and I was looking at the statistics of, you know, there's a study done about Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, USC Annenberg, right? Se- yes. 76% of the the um film reviews are written were written by white men last year. Yep. Um and 92% no, I'm sorry, 76% written by men, 82% written by white critics. Yep. They're going to see the films about our stories, right, very differently, through a very different lens. So they critique it very differently. Yep. We, it, It's like the system is broken. Yeah. It's got to change in so many ways. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that, you know, the voters that you talk about with the Academy and the Hollywood Foreign Press Association – they, as, as much as they try to be inclusive and they try to do their own homework, they follow what the critics say. You know, those yes. pieces that get yes, written. Yes, they do. The people that are part of the Rotten Tomatoes community, yep. sometimes for a movie like Clemency, they're literally, for that score that's on Rotten Tomatoes, might be just 26 uh, stories that are written about it that make that score up. Yeah. You know, so, and these folks are folks that work for Variety or Hollywood Reporter or, you know, the big publications that oftentimes, like you said, aren't us. Right. They're overwhelmingly white, straight men. Mm-hmm. And the reality is they might not have an access point to when they see us, which they're also doing TV now, Ron Tomatoes. They might not have an access to that. So critics... Oftentimes, they're not even focused on those films because they've already been, you know, not reviewed or or, or thrown a little shade yeah. because the person that was reviewing them could not really grasp the high-level concept that was kind of being told there, you know? Yeah. But they sure will give us a, a nomination for playing a slave. Uh, okay, Cynthia? And your work was amazing. It was, but, but okay, here exhausting. we go again. Yeah, and by the way, in Harriet which was not nominated for Best Picture, and Harriet, you had white actors. Okay? Well, we always do. You cannot tell our story without showing the oppressor. You know, right. So you always right. have a Sarah Poulson or someone a, that can a have a Brad great Pitt meaty moment. in 12 yes. Years a Slave. Yeah, yeah. So It always happens. Some things have got to change. And you know what? I was not, for whatever reason, I was not really on Team Jada when she wanted to boycott the Oscars. But this year, somebody, if Ava, if anyone who's, who can hear the sound of my voice, Octavia Spencer, whomever, wants to do a boycott, I would do one this year. Yeah. Because I think the only way to really get it through to the Academy, you need to clean house. They need to maybe even like, like start a start anew and like maybe go through the folks that are members and really make it an inclusive voting body. And if if their numbers aren't right, well, how about they require them to actually uh, watch the films? There you go. Like the to actually watch the film or pull yourself out. Yeah. Don't vote if you don't watch all of the films. Yep. You yep. have the time to watch them because... And the same thing for the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. I agree. Those are only 90 members. Only Come on. 90 members from they 55 can do countries. They can do it. Yeah. Or they need to open up the body and bring in more diversity right. and change the whole game because these award shows, they really do matter. And the it's world not is like, watching. And it's not like they have to go to the theater. These, no. these things are coming to the DVDs Girl, or whatever. In my bag Links, right, right. Parasite My Bag, oh, the movie. You better give me that. <laughs> All right, the, the, you get them at home. Yep. You don't have yep. to even go. You from the comfort of your home when you can watch these, these critics films. associations they yeah. send you right around thanksgiving the week before thanksgiving you get ev- you your mailman hates you because you get all these packages from all these studios of their films so they want you to watch them during between thanksgiving and christmas yeah. that is your time to watch a, a hundred movies well and, and you, you got the time to do exactly my the way I see about it. If you are a member of the Academy Awards voting body or the Golden Globes voting body, BAFTA, because the whole thing over oh, in BAFTA Britain also. is also so white. BAFTA if so you white. are a member of these bodies, to me, it is it should equate to whether or not you choose to sit in the exit row on a plane. Mm. They ask you before the flight takes off. 
Do you want to be responsible for what happens if there is an emergency? Ooh, because basically, on. you're going to be oh, the last one great, off that plane. That's a great anecdote, Jackie. This is a responsibility. Ability. Come through. It yes. is a spons- responsibility. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to do it, if you give me some thank you, if you do, give me some waiting in the water, if you do not want to participate in making this country greater when it comes to the representation of the films that we have from this country, then step down. Let somebody else sit on the exit on, row Jackie. and on. take on that responsibility. <laughs> you got me ready to roll on the ground, okay? I'm and, tired. And you run around the church, the congregation, because t- you preaching tired. right now. I'm sick and tired no, of being I'm sick and tired. I'm tired. Yeah. Yes, I'm exhausted. Do we it. even want to talk about Stephen King? You know what? We can just say one thing. Stephen King needs to have several seats, period. Just stick to writing scary things. Yes. He basically said that he was kind of throwing shade at the lack of diversity among Oscar nominees and says that he feels that we should be thinking about the art and not trying to be inclusive in diversity. I'm kind of paraphrasing here. Yeah. He said, I would never consider diversity in matters of art, only quality. So who decides? It goes back to what we were saying about critics. Yeah. You know, who decides what is quality? Exactly. It's based on your experience. Exactly. And I'm sorry. I thought the Irishman was trash. And he tried to trash. use this analogy of diversity never came up when it came to the things he was voting on. He was voting on best screenplay, uh, best director, and something else. And it's like, how did diversity not come up? Because Jordan Peele's Us, those original, like, that's, right. that film should have been talked about that but if you can't relate to the story agreed Agreed. then if you as a as a reviewer of these things as a voting member if you can't relate to the stories you know yeah i know just like that movie years ago brooklyn that was nominated right i never saw it but yeah i saw it i saw it and i could not stand it see i did not think it was good because you know what my parents didn't come through Ellis Island. Nope. My, not my parents, but my ancestors didn't come through Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that whole thing. Yep. It didn't, And I didn't think it was that great of a film. But everybody, all the critics, they just celebrated because this film. Because, again, these, the, the folks that are deciding the narrative around exactly. TV shows and movies are off. They're almost like, and I hate to say this, they're almost like part of this mafia in a lot of ways yeah. that is not at all reflective of society and of viewers and the sad part is you got folks like Tyler Perry and and um, Lee Daniels and Will Packer who are putting out quality movies they don't check for the movies Mm-mm. they don't even bother even watching them Mm-mm. you know but what ends up happening is the word of mouth in the black community still makes those films sometimes outperform and, and bring in more money Hello, Tyler than Perry. these films but they're not considering them as critic favorites no it's true if I can make another analogy and that yes, would be on, it is Jackie. like the country club mm. that is predominantly white membership and the only reason that they have any black members is because they felt forced they felt pressure yep, yep, yep. to allow them in but those who are black members basically have to jump through, through hoops, hoops. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean to yes. even get through the door mm-hmm. and it's just I'm I'm just because I you know we cover entertainment yes. and I love entertainment I same, love movies same I don't, you know, I, I love them so much. And I love an award show. I love a red carpet. Yeah. But, I mean, I may have to break up I, with I this. genuinely, someone called me on Monday to come and talk about the award show. And the producer talked to me. And I will not, I will not, say which, I will not name which show, what outlet. But she called me and asked me how I felt view? about uh, about the award nominations. This is was like at 8.30 in the morning. And I said, I said, I cannot honestly come on. I cannot honestly come on. It was today show? CBS this morning. I cannot actually come on CNN. your show and talk about these awards as if I think that 
the Academy got it right. Right. You know, I'm not going to come on and do a glossy, fun, happy, hear the nominees. And I want to celebrate the 19 white nominees, but I will also want to say this is appalling and I might not watch. Well, let me tell you, we and did have. Like, oh, you can't say that. And I was like, well, I can come on your show then. We I'm did not have. come a, on and pretend that everything's fine. We had a film critic who is white who came on our show on Monday. And I said to him, um, I think it was off camera, but I'd said on camera that I was disappointed that Eddie Murphy did not get a Best Actor mm-hmm. nominee. A nomination, and he said, I think it was off camera, he said, but his performance in Dolomite was just not as great. Lies, though. As That's those not, who were nominated. I was like, no, That's so not I disagree. True. I, I, I drastically, dramatically disagree. I disagree, and too. I, I can't sit here and celebrate some of the nominees that I know I do not deserve to be there. A lot of it's nepotism and just like... Joe Pesci? Yes. The Oscars, the The Irishman was not them. a great movie. No. It was not. I've not met anyone who's watched it who says that they love it. I've seen people that said that they like it, that it was entertaining, it, it was, was too great, long. that it was free, but it was too long. And I feel like we've seen that film a again dozen and times. Again. It was nothing original. People about celebrate it. these these actors yes. coming together and, with Corsese and that director. And that director. Mm-hmm. They just celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. And that's what's really happening. Yeah. Honestly, I believe a lot of the folks that even voted for Joe Pesci and for probably didn't even watch, didn't the, watch film. the movie. They, they just were saw, probably oh, like Scorsese. Yeah. Yes. Uh, check, check, mm-hmm. check, 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 check. I can't. But I gotta say it. Props to Issa Rae for her. Yeah, I, I was watching that live. I did, I did watch not her, see it. and I caught when she said uh, she named. They were naming the directors, and she said, "Congratulations to all those men." Yeah, and I was like, "Yes, Issa, come with it. a little subtle drag." Honey. I love her right now. I love her. I love her right now. And I also love that she's doing so many business deals behind the scenes that folks don't even know about. Can you not wait to see the photograph? Yes, that's going to be fierce. What? And probably really groundbreaking in Lakeith terms of Stan- like was Stan. What's mm-hmm. his name? The- Lakeith Stanfield. Stanfield. Mm-hmm. Yes, and mm-hmm. her starring in a romantic drama. It's going to be so amazing. It is going to be so good. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait, but I love all that she's doing. Insecure's other back projects. in April. Insecure is coming back. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, let's move on because okay. we're going to run out of time talking yes, about these I'm damn Oscars. Let's talk about our girl, Meghan Markle. Okay, let's get because to Because you know, we love our black princess yeah. on this show, mm-hmm. and we love our Harry. Mm-hmm. We love our little ginger. Mm-hmm. We love them together. And I've actually gotten used to the name Archie. Yes. At first, I wasn't feeling wasn't it, feeling but it. now yep. he looks like an Archie mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It fits. Mm-hmm. So you have my approval if you needed yes. it, um, yes. Royals. But so we talked about on this show. I, is it Archibald or is it Archie? I think it is Archibald. Okay. I yeah. think Archibald is fierce to me. I feel like that's like a fierce kind of, it's a rare name right? and it sounds very royal. It sounds royal. Yes. It fits. Yes. And yes, he, yes. could he not be cuter? Oh my God. He's adorable. Oh he's my adorable. God. So cute. I mean, Harry's the cute brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Harry's know. adorable. Come on. Prince William is cute. He's cute, but he's I feel cute. like Harry gives me this like, Bad. Naughty, you like the rustic, bad boy. You rough, just like bad masculine. boy. But also, he seems very loyal, though. Masculine. Come on, he comes across very loyal. You saying that because William has those rumors of cheating? Yes. See, yes. come on. And so Harry just looks loyal. I just feel like he looks like he's a ride or die man. Like he is down for like his I hope woman. So. He just got married, so let's see. Okay, let's we'll see. see. Let's, let's see. hope so. Because those royals can be scandalous. Yes, they mm-hmm. can. Let's not even talk about Andrew. I was going to tell. I don't watch child, the Crown. I cannot. And Prince Philip. I'm not even going to call him Prince Philip. No, this is calling Phil. Duke Philip mm-hmm. or whatever he is. But okay, so Meghan Markle. Yeah. Let me, I know, people know, because we've talked about it on the show and you've heard it's been everywhere in the news about uh, Meghan and Harry wanting to step away from responsibilities as senior members of the royal family. They want to make their residence split 
they want to live part-time in London, part-time in Canada, probably most of their time in Canada. Mm-hmm. They made this announcement. Queen Elizabeth was um, not happy about it. They had a big meeting on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like, because in her her uh, statement that she released, that she didn't call them by their title. Um, yes, I do want some okay. more. She didn't, she didn't refer to them by their title. So the, the big question is whether or not they'll receive their title. But I had a conversation. And security, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, because I'm, they're, they're talking about they're going to sure. make their money on their own. They say yeah. they want to not take money from, you know, the I crown. guess taxes, mm-hmm. you know, from people. They want to make their money independently, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, seems fine. They're it stepping away smart. from their yeah. duties. It mm-hmm. seems smart. So I was in my uh, we were in between shows and I was talking to two of my white um, co-workers mm. um, who I love. I love both of them. Okay. Coincidentally, um, one's a producer and one was co-hosting with me. She was guest co-hosting because okay. my co-host was home um, mm. for the day. But we were talking about Meghan Markle and the two of these women said, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically the gist of what they were saying was um, that they think that this is Megan's fault, oh, that no. she knew what she was getting into, and now she just seems to want to, um, you know, just make money. She just uh, doesn't like that the way that the press is treating her, not loving her as much as Kate. And I'm paraphrasing, not loving her as much as Kate. And basically, she's just basically leading Harry by the nose and saying, this is what we're doing, and basically forcing him to go against the crown and against his family and that she's very crafty and that she's coming up. She, she's been trying to come up that, um, she, she made her way into the Royal family. I mean, and I was like, based on what first thing one of them said was her relationship with her father, her decision not to make amends with her father. I said, are you kidding me? I said, did you blame Jennifer Aniston for See? not speaking to her mother for all mm, those come years? Come on, Jackie, with the receipts. Look, yes. I was like, come on. Uh-uh. And they were like, well, I said, do you hear, did you, how do you know what has gone on between yes. her and her father? I and said, based mother, on, yeah, based on what yeah. I've seen from her father, he's I would speak to He's the a dot smoking mess. hot mess and Why looks like would one of you these carpet bagger, like trying to come up. He's yes, the one messy, so messy that, dudes. But this is the first thing that they say. Then they go on and on to talk about things that are in the media. And I say, now, I said, now take into account the fact that the the one of the main issues that not just um, uh, Megan but Harry both have is how. Megan is treated by the media. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you know that they referred to her child as a monkey? monkey? They were on, like, no, I hadn't heard that. And they were like, so you think that all of this, her wanting to leave is based on race? I said, absolutely. Yeah. Why wouldn't you think that that's enough? Mm-hmm. And I went on to say, do you think that walking, I said, let me tell you, as a black woman, walking up into 30 Rock every day, I said it's not easy it's not easy i did oh we had a whole conversation but it just amazed me i said you all have no idea what it is like to be a black person Mm -hmm. on this planet and you know what's sad to me what's sad to me is that women oftentimes are the first to try to tear down regardless of race are the first to try to 
point the finger at another woman. Just like during an affair. You'll hear about a man, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. You'll hear about Angelina Jolie R- Rihanna and Chris becoming, Brown. becoming to blame his Rihanna. new yeah. love interest. And you suddenly say, oh, Angelina Jolie broke up at home. She did. As if Brad Pitt does not have any like enterprise her. as a man. I don't like you, Angelina Jolie because that. of that. That was a bad Aniston. example. But I feel like we blame the man. I mean, the, the woman, woman, as if the man has no enterprise. And I'm sorry, Harry knew what he was doing. He's and I his believe, own man. I truly believe having grown up, watched watching his mother go what she went through and then losing his mother at a young age, he probably told Megan when he met her, look, we're going to get this whole royal thing a go. And if in a year or two it don't work out, we are leaving. We're pulling out. He probably told her. Right. I know asking you to marry me and be a part of this is going to change your life forever. I watched it happen to my to my family. I think that this whole royal shenanigans is a bit much. Even the fact that I was I was hearing that they have to do they have to do themselves 200 or so appearances throughout the world. It's a job. It's a job. It is literally a job. And uh, like going to hospitals and yes. and and to charity events and such all and whatnot. Kinds of, you can't just it's sit up and balls. eat bonbons and pet the dog. Yes, it set, is not, pet the corgis. Yes, it is not bulls and galas. No. Over 200, 200 days. Just throughout your schedule are public appearances. Yeah. That's a lot. But I think Who Megan. Wants to do that? I think Megan did want to do that. I think she knew Agreed. that coming into it. But I think, and that's what these women were saying that she feels like the responsibility is too much, and she didn't. She now she doesn't want to do it. And I said no. That dealing with racism, and a lot of times it's not overt. No, nope. it's the way that people treat you. Yeah. Based I the staff on, was throwing her shade. Oh, no, it was just the three of us talking. Mm, no, I'm saying the staff of the oh, yeah, yeah. Palace. Yes. they probably said, "Oh, are we making fried chicken?" Because Megan's here, right in front of her face. Yes. They probably did. What about like the that? member of yeah, the royal the family that here. showed up at that event before they were married, mm-hmm. but it was an event for her with the with the um, I can't think of the the brooch that she had on. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was crazy. No, I gotta. I gotta be honest. I'm. I'm hoping that the historians and all the folks who do their homework can get the facts right about really what happened. Because I was tweeting about this uh, after the news Monday, mm-hmm. and Ava DuVernay retweeted me because she said that she will do it. But I was saying I hope Love that her. they include this in the Crown season four or five because I feel like. Do you watch the show? I love the Crown. And you've watched season three. I'm. Ca- I'm getting caught up. Okay. I'm not. I'm. It's like a little two slower. In. It's a little slower yeah. than the but other two. But still, I love it. But I find that they they do such a great, especially this season, of peeling back historic moments. They really make you want to plot your phone and Google that that really happened. Yeah. You know, and I feel like her story is just so special. And I think there's a lot of heartbreak, a lot of pain, a lot of racism, and, and all the other isms you can think of. Yeah. And I believe that, like, once that truth is really out there, maybe Megan will sell her life's... Now that she's not truly a royal, the doors are open. She might even write a book and talk about really what she went through, what she's going through. I hope she writes a book at some point. But I do hope that people who want to just quickly criticize her, um, it is mostly people who have never had to deal with race, Mm. who never had to deal with, you know, racism. In their lives. Yep. And they don't think that they are racist. But yep. a lot of people who don't think that they are are actually are. But um, I, I hope that people consider what the press has put her through, probably what members of the royal family, if not the immediate family, others have put her through. And as a mother wanting to protect her child mm-hmm. from having to go through that very thing, she's just getting a taste of it. Yeah. I wouldn't want my child growing no, up in that environment no. where people are already calling him a, a, uh, a monkey yes. hours out of the womb. No, 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 no
knew. I would go off. I would, yeah. go, I would go off, off with their heads. And how would, do you, like, how does he go Royal to public Army. school? Yeah. How does he make real friends? How does he have any type of, type of normalcy mm-hmm. having in that kind of environment? And the British press, as, as you know, they are brutal. And you know what? I bet Harry, I, have a, I don't know why I have a feeling Harry's behind this. I really believe Harry probably comes to the U.S., has experienced Los Angeles, experienced New York, and realized that the black people here are so magical. We're celebrated in the press. The Oprahs and the Beyonce's, they yeah. are among those names now. Yeah. Like Meghan Markle is among those names. Yeah. She's among the names of Michelle Obama and, 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 and Barack Obama and Beyonce and Jay-Z. And I Serena feel like Williams. coming here and being around that energy and that synergy of mm-hmm. that kind of black Hollywood or that black excellence is magical. And I think Harry even wants to be in that room. I guarantee you, Harry wants to be in Martha's Vineyard this summer at the Obama's new home that they bought that I guarantee to you. They done already texted Megan. Girl, come through. We got a room for you and Harry this summer in Martha's Vineyard. And I think it, Harry wants to be there. He wants to be in that room. And he wants to be, not just be in that room, but it's also Feel that energy. It, not just feel the energy, but it's being amongst people who kind of have an understanding of what your life is. Yeah. Right? Oprah, Serena, those people can relate to, in some ways, not exactly what Harry has gone through as a since he was a child child, mm-hmm. right? Being under the microscope, almost, almost being living pampered, it. having everything given to you, all those royals. But still, but the, pr- but the pressure that yeah. comes with yeah. that, right? The public scrutiny that comes with that. Uh, I, I think he wants to relate to people who understand in some ways, I mean, it's very different lifestyle, what he has been through. Mm-hmm. It, there's a comfort in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think also, like, I was I was hearing someone, it was like a conspiracy theorist, but they were saying that there was a photo that was taken. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. The royal photo that came out, I guess it came out like last week or two weeks before they announced. Mm-hmm. But there was a photo that came out, maybe it was even around Christmas, but it was of the, so it was the queen. It was Charles. Oh, yeah, yeah. George. William and George. Yeah, so I saw that. So these are the four royals, literally in line. Next in line. And they said Harry was not included at all in that photo. Well, and they he wouldn't s- be. I know, but they felt that someone that was talking about no. this said that people he or wasn't that supposed he to be might have felt as no. though he's being written out no. or not being included. because Andrew wasn't in that picture. True that, true that. No. But he's no. not in line. He's not in he's line. He's not in line. Yeah. And, and he I think he that. recognizes that. No. And it's like, you know what? This is just, it's too much of a burden for even probably him He's to bear sometimes. Line. Before he, before Harry is um, Charlotte yeah. and the youngest child of Williams. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, no. I don't but think I that say one thing there's truth that to I, that. I, I hope that they come here. I hope that Oprah or Beyonce or somebody, if they don't, if they can't get the funding from the crown to get security, we need to have security for them because that's how Princess Diana, the paparazzi is not going to leave them alone, by the way. The paparazzi is going to still chase them, drive all fast on motor cycles and such and whatnot, be all up in tunnels with them. We need to go do a GoFundMe go so we can have security around them. I do not want anything happening to them. But remember this. I don't this, want anything. Remember also um, that when Harry and Meghan were dating, and this is one of the reasons why Canada is high on their list. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other reasons. When they were dating, she was doing the show it's cold, Suits. Though. It's cold, but she was doing the show Suits. And that's where they were really getting. He spent a lot of his time at her home there in Canada. And he would go on set. They would get together with the cast that were friends. No one on that cast ever said anything. No one in that town really saw a lot of him, but no one said anything. They were able to exist and get to know each other and grow to love each other. 
in Canada. Okay. And that's why it's very fond to them. Wow. The paparazzi. But she, did she grow up in Canada? No. No. Okay. She, no. Was but it was because there. of work. Got you. Okay. It was because of suits. Because, you know, she was on that show for yep. several seasons. And once they met, that's where she had to go back and work because mm. she was making a living. Okay. But he would come there and spend because, you know, he had royal duties, but he wasn't didn't have a job at that mm. time. Mm-hmm. So he could come and he would come and spend a significant amount of time yeah. with her in Canada. And I think they feel like they can have more privacy um, in Canada than they would I anywhere it's else. privacy. <laughs> privacy, yes. More privacy. More privacy. So, I mean, Canada. you know, and another thing that these women were saying um, in my office today was that, um, you know, she's an opportunist. And I was like, why do you say that? Because she's friends with Oprah all of a sudden. Girl, I said, listen to me. She was friends with Priyanka Chopra, yeah. with Serena Williams, all these people before before she even met Harry yep, for yep. a long time. Mm-hmm. These are longstanding friendships, people that showed up at that oh, royal wedding. Oh, and by the way, Oprah just isn't going around. Oprah and Beyonce and, and the Obamas just don't go around befriending you because no. you're a celebrity. You have to, there's a certain moment that has to happen when you were on the red carpet or where you went in that green room where they have to see you and yeah. see you as a human being and actually recognize you don't have the big ego, that you're not an opportunity. Yeah. Trust me, trust you me. They're not just co signing her because she's a royal. It's because she's actually a good person. Right. And Harry probably is a dynamic individual and they are a great couple and Beyonce and Oprah that they enjoy their energy because Oprah, I've seen Oprah diss a lot of A-list black people because she couldn't find that connection with you. But if she can connect with you and feel your energy and you're in that circle and you're in that green room and she sees you as someone who's a part of history, she will open the doors and open the floodgates, child. You know? And mind you, Meghan Markle does not have to like chase after anybody. Ch- right? She's a she member of the royal she a family. Disney deal now too, honey. Listen, people want like Oprah came all the way to that. Uh, George and Amal Clooney yep. showed up at that wedding. Yeah, that wasn't. She didn't beg them to come. They Mm-mm. wanted to be there. They are genuinely friends. Wish we but people, about her. Wish it, it was. It, it infuriated me that these women were just blaming Megan and blaming yeah. Megan and not seeing that race. Not even. Considering the possibility that race could be the factor, in, mm-hmm. the main factor in all of this. And I'm really bothered by her daddy. I'm really bothered by him yeah. because he has a, 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 a court. She sued the Daily Mail, right? Right. And so he now, via the investigation and the hearing, um, a letter that she wrote him after he missed the wedding, and I think some other subsequent texts and there correspondence text. are now. That really bothers me. Yeah, but what's in it? What is she saying? But There's really nothing in there that that's like, some smoking gun. But it bothers me that he's even. But that's allowed. who he is, it me and that's so why. But that is why he. I couldn't forgive that, Jackie. I don't. Think. I couldn't believe a lot of but things he did it, before the wedding. I would have to cut selling him his. He couldn't see Archibald. No. No, you can. I will send you a picture once mm-hmm. a year, and that's it. No. I listen. I how I judge her is how close she is to her mother and how close she keeps her mother to her. Mm-hmm. Her mother moved yes, to London mm-hmm. to be close to her and daughter. And came through with some good twists Thank and you. natural hair Thank and blessed you. that wedding. Okay? And that wedding to me 
That, that black choir singing? Black-ish. Yes, black-ish. The cello-ish. It was black excellence. Yes. Yes, everything. Everything mm-hmm. was wonderful. I absolutely loved this. So I hope that people, well, the takeaway for me is that people need to really check themselves and try to put themselves in the shoes of someone who has dealt with racism yeah. probably most of her life. Yep. You know, just because she was an actress and just because, you know, she's um, of mixed race does not mean that she didn't deal with racism. Mm. You know Can I, mean? I ask you one question? As a yeah. journalist and as a person who's a host and, you know, a TV personality, who do you think you want to see? Because I, I, I love a good, like, sit-down interview. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like when I when, when these stories become so big and there has not been that interview, I always think to myself, I want to watch that 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 hour-long, that long-form interview with, you know, three or four good, like a walk-and-talk, a sit-down. Who do you want to see do that? Who do you think... Ooh. could do that because I feel like we need that we need like a full special an hour long special mm. a walk and talk the good the bad the ugly and the and the other I side I know exactly who who who, who? Gail King oh that's a good Gail Jackie King. come on Gail King that is a good I was thinking about Diane Sawyer I, I love Diane Gail but I King. think Gail's the one Gail is Gail the one is Gail is so humble yep she would lose her ego in that and just be a, a vessel for the story but she gets it and I think Gail would be so Subtle that they would be able to put their walls down because that's part of it. I want to know the truth. I want to, I don't want to see them cry, but I do, I don't want to tear, but I do want to see Megan just like sans makeup and vulnerable vulnerable for a second. At some point, whether she's in the nursery folding clothes and we're talking to her and the crew's in there, I feel like Gail could get her to lose herself. And, 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 and show us what really what, what was going on. And I think it needs to be somebody who's not just reading about, who hasn't read about race, but somebody who experienced on, it. Somebody on. who really okay. understands it okay. and brings that into the interview. That's yeah. why diversity in newsrooms are so important. And I think Gail King, I, I think she would be the perfect person for it because yeah. she also understands... Because she's, you know, she's in that world, mm-hmm. you know, that world of Oprah herself. Jackie, what a great name. You right? Just, you, just, you won the year almost with that because I that is it. the one. Gail King. There ain't one other person that I could even come back with Gail as King. a rebuttal, y'all. Period. Can you guys, Close can the you book. please at CBS News, at Gail King, <laughs> at the Royal Family, at yes. Megan, and let them know yeah. that this needs to happen. It needs to be Gail King. Because that is the long form. I yep, want to see like, just like R. Kelly. Remember how she had like that three, it was yes. like three, Segments mm-hmm. on CBS News, yes. and then it was like an hour-long special that Friday. This I needs need to be sixty minutes. Sixty minutes. I yeah. need a full hour. A full, a full hour. hour. It needs yep. to be the whole hour. Mm-hmm. Sixty minutes. And I'm gonna record it on a VHS tape. Stop it. And save it for my children. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm gonna VHS. Get a, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna get a VHS player. I'm gonna record it <laughs> and save it for my children, my grandchildren. This is gonna be a mm-hmm. moment. Okay, it is. But I love. But Megan. I feel like that I could really Harry. help us. I think that could help the nation because you saying what it's like as a black woman is different than Megan talking about, and, and and maybe even shedding a tear because I think a tear would be very natural. Probably won't have to be hard for her to do it. But I mean, being she ain't honest, shed no tear. A no, lot of times you're honest. out. A lot of times you're all cried out. Ooh, come on, do you know Jackie. what I mean? Come a lot of I will times, break this glass against the wall, y'all. A lot of times, Jackie, the black women, especially, you just all the tears are done. Now I'm all cried out over you. Come on, duet. <laughs> all right, where's our booth? We need to go all record alone it. On come on, Sunday morning, except for my wine. <laughs> I see the rain is falling. 
Yes. Inside, I'm slowly crying. Is it crying? Or nah, I'm making up Sorry, I got real sultry all of a sudden, y'all. Y'all, you didn't see this, but I got and real sultry. Don't you know my tears <laughs> will fall, my dear love? Set this place on fire, cause I'm tired of your life. That's the line right all there. I needed was a simple hello. But the traffic was so noisy that you could not see me cry. Uh, oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Left Eye played that sorry. line a little too much. Set the place on fire. Stop I it. I just thought about it. Don't even go there. I'm just saying. Stop. Maybe that's what you got inspired. Stop uh, it. No. No, but that's a good line. I love that line. That was such Set a great song. Set this place on fire. Because I'm tired that group? of it. Yo, they were on that? the Tom Joyner cruise. That was um, a British group, no? No. Oh. It was... Lisa, oh shoot! Okay, no, you're thinking about the original. Someone remade it in like the late '90s. It Are was you like talking a British... about a remake? Oh no! Yeah, you're thinking about the Lisa uh, and yes. Coke Jam. Yes, yeah, yes. I gotta look her name up. Lisa, Lisa, wasn't it? Yes, yes Lisa, Lisa, and Coke Jam. Come on, come on! But no, who jam. was the group that she sang it with? It wasn't Coke Jam. It was, um, it was a duet. Ah, uh, uh, such an amazing, phenomenal moment. I know people are going to be don't hitting make us up on social like that, media. Y'all. We don't make swungs like that no more. What's it called? All Cried Out. All Cried Out. Hold now on, I got to look this up. Cried Ooh. Full Force! Oh, full come force. on, Full yes, Force, yes. Jackie. I'm, yes. I'm sorry. I'm yes. feeling bad. It was Full Force. Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam duet with Full Force. That's such a great you song. You might need to bring them in We for didn't the do it Grammys. justice, but... Yeah, no, we tried. Don't I mean, call us about record contracts. I'm not really in full voice today. Do, I know. So, it's the wine, you know, and it's the, the rain wine, outside, the rain, it's the weather. The weather is I didn't warm up. up. Mm-hmm. It was like 60 degrees on Sunday, mm-hmm. and now we're getting like, yes. Stop. I'm gonna, I can't with you. I can't with you. I didn't bump, 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 Okay, so we got to talk about your girl Lizzo, Ooh. who is quitting Twitter. Has she yeah. actually done it? Is it? Let's check. Let is me it pull done? My Twitter right now. We don't know. Well, she, she was like, "Yeah, I can't to... do this Twitter shit no more. Um, too many trolls." Oh, she no. said, "I'll be back when I feel like She's it." She's on. Come on, Nina. Has she Come tweeted on, Nina. recently? Thank you. Has she tweeted? When's the last tweet? The last tweet is one seven. Yeah. Oh, so, so that's been a while. Been... She's taking a break, but she hasn't closed her account. But you know what's account. interesting? If I'm correct, I think Cardi B at one point also quit Twitter. Yeah. I think that Twitter, this to me is a larger discussion around hmm. these social media companies like Twitter yeah. that they have a responsibility to not allowing people to make death threats. I have friends that are in the news that do that cover political news yeah. that have been receiving death threats on Twitter, yeah. rape, all sorts of 
of stuff. Yeah. Like the fact that you allow these accounts to exist where folks can just come on and be nasty. There's no photo. There's no verification. Yeah. We can't track who they are sometimes. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like Lizzo has upset the conservatives by being Lizzo, by coming yeah. to an NBA game, with a back shaking shirt her on, thing, twerking. and doing her thing. And now she got Julian Michaels coming for her. Also I was saying, so mad about that. Oh, girl, I was so mad. I was so mad. Um, but yeah, I think that Lizzo... I think more than anything, she, we should be talking to Twitter and talking about Twitter and how they allow these bully this bully platform to exist, and you're not checking it. Yeah. Twitter, I think the founders and the CEOs and the COOs, they have to really do some sort of inventory around the discussions that are happening there, and bullying should not be allowed. There I should agree. be a, a machine learning or an algorithm to stop that. And it, it, I promise you, Jackie, it exists. Yeah. That sort of AI and machine learning exists. It can, it's just yeah. that Twitter loves to have the interaction. They, they love beef. They love they Twitter love beef. beef. They and love they back love and users. forth. Because Even though people, half the users are robots. To that. Yeah. yeah, half the users are robots. Yeah. And I think that the conservative neo-Nazi whomevers are after her. And I feel so bad for her. Because I think that, that Lizzo... I talked about it during the MSNBC segment about the year that the woman won the year. And I chose her because not just her music, but her journey of being authentic and vulnerable and talking about battling depression and anxiety. And Twitter, social media, girl, it will send you over the edge when you don't have an issue with depression or anxiety. So I can only imagine what it's like for someone like her who's trying to walk in her light, walk in her truth, be an ambassador for women of all sizes, being met with the vile, nasty things that I see on Twitter. Yeah, and not just Twitter, but beyond that, with what Jillian Michaels was saying, who was so wrong, and she just needs to she stop needs trying to. Have to all the seeds she needs to just the apologize. Of seeds. But yeah, I agree because I I think Lizzo Lizzo is such a positive force, and I think that social media can be a good place. It's a great way to yes. connect with. People who are like-minded, people who are of your community, people who love you and lift you up. It's yeah. a great way to engage with others. It's a great way to socialize. There are a lot of positives yes. about social media. Yes. So I don't think we should just throw it all Agreed. out. And I know you're not saying that. No. But I do think that there needs to be more responsibility on, on Twitter, on Instagram, yes. on Facebook to police. You know, the, some of the comments that I get are not near what a Lizzo, you know, or a Beyonce yeah. um, or people like that. Or even our dear Joy Reid, who goes on TV every uh, Sunday and Saturday yeah, and tries yeah. to call out this administration. Her Twitter, I, I, I see the folks that are oh, tweeting at it her. It comes on vile, our read this, read things. that account. Yes, these these a lot of them are bots. They're conservatives. They're neo whatever you call them, neo Nazis. Yeah, yeah. And it's appalling that that can even go on. And I promise you, there is machine learning out there that Twitter can implement. To and they stop should be blocked. It. If yes. you, it, to and me, I, if you call spew out that kind that. of hate. Uh, or negativity, you should be banned, banned. from Twitter. Yeah, banned. yeah. There should be certain keywords. It should be a review and certain, board. Yes. Yeah. You should be banned. It yeah. should. It is not about free speech here. Yep. And almost maybe even like a consequence beyond being banned. I don't know what it is, but some kind of like. I think starting with being banned because yeah. a lot of these people are just trying to come up. Yep. With these comments, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They're just trying to get noticed mm-hmm. on the coattails mm-hmm. of a Joy Reid mm-hmm. or a Beyonce yeah. or a. Or I a think Lizzo. there's those folks, and I think that there's folks that literally are just like vile because some of the things that I've seen tweeted are go beyond a come up tweet it's like this is hate speech this is like 
disgusting. I don't want my kids seeing it. I don't want anyone even yeah. seeing some of the tweets that I've yeah, seen. It's true. And, 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 and it exists. Twitter allows it. There's porn all over Twitter, by the way. Like, Twitter is a platform. You cannot let your kids use it until they're in college. And then because every once is, in a while. It is not police. I'll get there is some... full-blown porn on Twitter. Right. Like, lots of it. Yeah. They need to They need to fix that. They need to fix it. So, so I applaud Lizzo for taking a step back. Good for her. I think it's good. Just you got to like protect said, your having mental. Having that glass of wine, protect your mental, take care of you. Yeah. And I think Lizzo find that platform, where, I think Instagram is the platform, where she can tell her truth. And I love that she finds ways to do, like, videos and, like, you know, live videos. And, you know, I'm starting an app very soon, Lizzo, this summer. So come on over to what we're doing. I love that. Yeah, I love Lizzo. I love all that she represents. Um, and I think she needs to be protected. Agreed. I think that Twitter needs to, they need to, I mean, ugh. And I love social media so much. I Same. love participating in but it. But you said something that hit home when I was here last time. We were talking about uh, a talk show host that I adore. And you, but you said something to me that I never really heard someone say. You said, "Chris, you don't know what it's like to be bullied yet. You never." And I was bullied in high school and whatever, junior yeah. high school, and it was awful. But you were saying like via social media and via like a, a mainstream talk show or the press, it's a whole different level yeah. of just awfulness and. I, I think about that. I think about how this is a platform now that allows that on a really grand, massive scale. They can get to and you. And that's problematic. It, it, there are no gatekeepers. They could get to you, right? It's just mm-hmm. a matter of, of hitting send. Mm-hmm. And here mm-hmm. it comes right to you, right to your front door. Yeah, that's a problem to me. So, uh, 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 Lizzo, and if you're bravo. someone that likes to engage, you're gonna, you want to engage. So you're reading through these things mm-hmm. and seeing that negativity. And a lot of times... You know, I tell myself I'm not going to answer any negative tweets unless I answer all of the positive tweets first. Yeah. And by the time I start getting through the positive tweets, I'm just like, forget that person. But I say take a cue, you know, celebrities and folks in the mainstream media from the queen, who's who is who is our queen in this country, um, Beyonce Giselle, Beyonce Giselle Knowles, Knowles Carter. She does not. She's never think about this. Beyonce's never tweeted. She's never actually, I think, personally done her Instagram. But she follows zero people. Mm. Like, she literally uses it to promote what she has to promote. And then, like, that's it. She doesn't comment. Beyonce's never once commented on her Instagram yeah. comments. She's, cause I don't think she looks at them. So I, I think, think it's, it's a healthy... About, but I think that's unfortunate for celebrities who like to engage with their audience. Agreed. This is a agreed. way where if you're... You know, because listen, you don't want to have to go out um, into the malls of America and just to engage and interact and just talk to your fans. It's nice if Ava DuVernay, you know, comments on something or if Oprah retweets you or if Viola Davis responds or Don Cheadle says Mm -hmm. something to you on social media. It's a great for you if you're, you know, if you're Mm well-meaning to have that kind of interaction to me. I've felt that. you felt that. It's it's great. And it's probably great for them. It's probably great for them to to engage in this way. And shame on those people who are out there, those trolls that are out there ruining ruining this for everybody else. They they should be banned. I Mm -hmm. think if you engage in that kind of activity, bullying, negative commentary on Twitter, mm-hmm. you should be banned from Twitter. Yeah. I mean, you got kids committing suicide over negative comments on social media. Is that not cause enough? And that bothers me the most because the folks that are in power that are, by the way, I can say this because I know it to be true, the top 10 employees, the top 10 shareholders at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat are white, cisgendered men. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And it bothers me that they are able to make millions and billions and all the shares in the world, and I'm going to throw Sheryl Sandberg in there, too, yeah. and not be accountable for Better the collateral. Lean into that. Come on. <laughs> and not be co- accountable for the collateral damage. And the reality is... Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, guess what their top consumer is? Their most active user, guess. Hmm. People of uh, Latino and African-American descent. We are the ones that are using it the most of any demographic. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, even Vine, YouTube. We are the ones keeping the lights on, yet we do not have equity or shares or key positions at the company. So I think it's important for Lizzo and all the others that are of color that are using these platforms to take a step back and recognize how much money you are putting into the pockets of these folks that are not taking their positions and being accountable for the collateral damage. Wouldn't it be something? Point blank period. Really great point that you're making there. I love that. And I think it would be, it, it makes me think that wouldn't it be something if the Beyonce's, if the Lizzo's, if the, the Oprah's, Cardi B's, if the, the Oprah's, Ava's. if the Gayle King's, yes. if everybody was like, you know what, collectively, we are going to quit all social media and we're going to encourage all yep. of our fans and followers to do the same unless you bring some diversity into your management mm-hmm. um, and with those making decisions. Unless you do that, mm-hmm. you know, and unless you put something in place to police Mm-hmm. The negativity on these platforms, we're out. That would be so powerful. How can we start out. that, Jackie? How can we? Know. How can we start that? Maybe it begins here. We need a hashtag. I think it might need to begin here. Yeah, we need something. Let's figure out what that's gonna be. <clears throat> all cried out. Hashtag all cried out. <laughs> social media bo- boycott. <laughs> <laughs> that's our theme song. Yes, all cried all out. out. <laughs> yes. That's what Lizzo is all cried out over Twitter. I know. Okay. I know. Shoot. Oh, my God. And last but not least, let's talk about um, someone who I love and someone that people just, I, I mean, they love to give her a hard time. Speaking of social media, because she had to take an Instagram break at some point. Our girl, Amanda Seals, yeah. who has joined um, the table of the real. Congratulations, okay. Congratulations. Amanda check, Seals. Yes. I love, I, I'm one who loves her. I don't know how you feel about her, but I celebrate her. I know some people don't like how outspoken she is. Okay. I know a friend of mine said because after a, a she said something recently a couple of weeks ago or so, and they were you know what they said about her? She is never going to find a man. Wow. And I say to that, so what? So exactly. Come on. Be outspoken. Mm-hmm. How many men are celebrated and rewarded for being outspoken? Mm-hmm. This is an opinionated, educated, brilliant outspoken, beautiful woman, why does she have to quiet herself mm-hmm. in order to sit in a corner so oh, some man way, will notice her? I know dozens her. of straight men that are obsessed over her, that love yeah. the fact that she's not trying to play the old school game. You know, that she's yeah. being outspoken and being transparent. These these younger men especially, they love that. Yeah. And she's gorgeous, so. she's talented, she's a self-starter. So whoever said that, bunk them. And it I, probably was a woman who said that. No, it was a man. Oh, it was. I'm oh, sorry. It um, was a man. Got it wrong. But, um, but, <laughs> no, no, but I, I agree with you. I, I hope that there... I I think that there are a lot of men out there who support, and I think they say so on social media, but there are a lot of men, particularly black men, who come for her. They try to say she hates black men, um, and they come for her. Well, you know what? I love that she's on that show because I think that I don't watch The Real on a regular basis, but I feel like the announcement of her joining now, I will, because I think that she is going to bring a level of content and, like, substance, you know, to those little those little moments where you need that one good, yeah. good soundbite. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, to come and bring all the receipts and, and some passion. Well, not only that, I think that 
she's not afraid to go there and say the thing that other people may say, mm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I may not want to yep. say that. Mm, I'm worried about this. She don't care. She don't care. She's going to say it. And that's what I love about mm-hmm. her. She'll lose a check. She'll be like, yep. you know what? Fuck it. I'm saying it. This is yep. how I feel. And mm-hmm. and that is what I think the real needs. Yeah. I love those ladies on the on the real. Yeah. I love that show. I think all of them are incredible. But I think Were Amanda. Were you team Tamar? Yes, okay, I, I was Tamar. too, and I thought that yeah. Tamar to me was that. Yeah, she was like fucking on, you know, check. I'm gonna yeah. say what I want to say, yeah. and I feel like yeah. they're missing that right now. Yeah, post Tamar, it feels like they're at the table and they're all thinking about like keeping that contract. You know, yeah, and, like, staying right, there. safe. Tamar was like, she got that other money from from the right. uh, what was the channel VTV, and she was out there on her whole music career. Yeah, she was doing Dancing with Stars, so she came on that show already She's doing the Braxton. with checks coming in, just yeah. hitting, hitting, hitting the account throughout the week, <laughs> and she was like. I'm just coming here and just like and be me. I'm gonna do say. me, and the fans loved it. And we need someone like that on the show. And now they have it in Amanda yes. Seals, and I celebrate her. I support her wholeheartedly. I think she takes a lot of flack from people who try to like quiet her and shut mm-hmm. her down. I say keep talking, be yes. loud, keep doing your thing, and bringing it full circle to Issa Rae. Issa, mm-hmm. back to the Oscars. She really made Amanda the bigger household name because of Insecure. So I props to Issa because I, I love that a black woman who's a creative who who bet on herself, who did the online thing and then got the HBO deal, is now making these other women sort of household names via this vehicle of Insecure You know what's, and her work. Yeah, I, and, and I love that. I do love Issa Rae. I love Amanda Seals. I love these women out here doing their own thing mm-hmm. their way. Yeah. Right? Yes. Their way. Yep. Issa is out there creating. She's mm-hmm. owning. And unapologetically black. Unapologetically like black. I'm rooting for she, everybody yeah. black. I will never anou- forget no, 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 no. it. Before she announced on Twitter, Instagram, she was going to be reading the Oscar nominations. She said, guess what, y'all? I'm still rooting for everyone black. black. And the Academy didn't care. They were like, okay. They wanted her there for that very reason. Listen, if you can have Ricky Gervais oh, come hosting on, the Jackie, Golden Globes, come how come somebody can't say I'm rooting for everybody black? Yeah. That man was so just out of control, rude, no, wrong appalling. tone. No. Everything Mm-mm. was wrong about it. Mm-mm. Everything was wrong about no. it. No, it was, it was bad. It was bad. I, I was, I was, it was really so upset bad. About that. But I already told you that I came on your show, New York you Live. Did. And I agree okay. with you. Yes. I, I, I couldn't. I was just, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I, but we'll see. Are you going to watch the Oscars? I, I'm on the fence. I'm honest. I'm on the fence. I might I might this year for the first time in a really long time watch yeah. the highlights. Well, let me DVR, tell you. watch late, go out to the bar, do something fun. I just, I don't know. Yeah. And I might do that. I might watch it like at a bar with friends. Normally, Jackie, I get very serious. I know. I you wouldn't even watch the Golden TV, Globes with us. The you were all like. I turn the TV. I mean, I'm sorry. Turn the TV off. I, I, I don't turn my phone off. I'm like really focused because yeah. it's a really big deal to me. And I want to get those little moments. Yeah. But this year, I might not do it. Well, April Rain, who started the hashtag Oscar So White so many years ago, I interviewed her today, and she was saying to me, because, you know, a couple of years, last year, they invited her to attend the Academy Awards, and she walked the red carpet and went to the show. Yeah. Um, but this year, she says she doesn't know if she's going to watch. She says she hasn't wow. made her mind up. But she said, what I'm they the same did, way. I've made my mind up. Yeah, me either. She said, but what they did collectively um, was that she said... Uh, I don't know who did this exactly, she said, but they recommended a film that focused on the culture. And and I don't know if it was Sounder or something like that. They Everybody chose a film and they watched that during the Oscars. Oh, I remember that. Right? I remember that. Was that last year? 
Uh, it wasn't last ago. year. It and was they like, were tweeting about it. I remember yep, that. I yep. remember that. She's, I think they did it for a few years. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I might do that this year, honestly, because. Yeah. And I'm honestly, I'm not even gonna like. I've, I've told a few folks, no, I don't want to come on your shows and discuss it because I can't play that game with you. I'm discussing it if I can say, but you're right. Yes, I can't it's play still the game. Play, yeah. Of coming on and saying, oh, what a great night last night. No, it was whack it's because you yeah. left out. A lot of the folks that made a brilliant, uh, incredible films and, and, and gave performances this year. This is a this is a problem. I agree. Yeah. I so agree. You know, if, we, if I can't say that, I'm not coming on your show. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay. I'm all cried out. I, oh, over you. <laughs> Ooh, love that song. I'm going to be playing that all night. Yes. I love that song. My boyfriend's going to be like, please mm-hmm. get out. Take Stop the champagne it. with you, honey. <laughs> Because now I know Jackie's number, okay? Oh, see? Okay. Look out corner, honey. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Read This, Read That. Chris, it is always great to have you here. Jackie, I love being here with you guys and with you or Joy, whomever. I know. I'm telling you, you are a go-to. You are part of the family. You are family. Come on. Well, you can catch our cousin, AM uh, Joy, on AM Joy this weekend on MSNBC at 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturday and Sunday. Ooh, do I have a line here? No, I'll read oh, it. Oh, okay. Listen. I didn't even see it. Where is it, y'all? Oh, wait. <laughs> and you can find, y'all, you can find. Page is turning. You can catch Jackie. You can catch Jackie. <laughs> the Fierce Jackie Reed on New York Live in the New York area, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. The Hub today in Boston at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also catch Jackie on Series Progress on Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Sundays at 11 a.m. getting all of her checks. Yes, off. for Insider okay, Story. And you can also story. catch me on... On vegansexycool.com. We are a podcast now. Ooh, come yes, on. I'm so happy to have the podcast for Vegan Sexy Cool. And you can also go to vegansexycool.com, follow me on social media on Vegan Sexy Cool, and get your vegan life. Yes, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at yes. Witherspoon C. Okay. Yes, and I'm waiting on that app. Boo. <laughs> yes, it's coming out this summer. I love it. Well, oh that does God. it for us. Tell your fin- friends to subscribe, follow us on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook at Read This, Read That. And on on Twitter, leave off the T for savings. Bye, you guys. Cheerio. Bye. <laughs>